Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. Thank you for joining and listening in. So before we get into today's, uh, today's topic, I just want to give you a little bit of an update from my last two podcasts. Um, I won't bore you with everything. You can go back and listen. But I recently was sharing my um, my my breast cancer diagnosis and everything I've been going through. So last week I had kind of left off that I was still awaiting some more testing, which I have just done. So waiting on my final round of results and I'll be meeting with my doctor next week to discuss treatment options and surgery options as well. So I'm just, um, you know, trying to stay optimistic and I know that no matter what comes my way, I'm going to get through it and just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. And Today's topic is actually going to get into a little bit of um, just some of the takeaways I've been learning through this. But before we get into that, I want to share just a couple of fun things with you guys. So first of all, um, Madonna. We're, we're going to talk about Madonna for a second. So I'm sure you guys have all heard she's on uh, on tour right now. Madonna and I go way back. I, um, I have to say I've, I've been a little bit... My, Opinion of her has changed a little bit over the last couple of years, but I was always a, a huge Madonna fan ever since I was a little girl. I think she was one of the first artists that I really just idolized as a child. My mom actually took me to see her in concert when I was 12 years old. That was that was definitely an experience. I saw her so many times in concert, I can't even count them. And I actually had an opportunity to meet her in Chicago in 2004 during her reinvention tour. That was a very interesting story. Um, that was actually right when I had moved to Florida from California. So I had been in Florida for about a year. I saw that she was going to be out in my hometown of San Jose, California. I was going out there anyway for a friend's wedding. So I was going out to California, going to see Madonna with some good friends of mine, just had a really fun weekend planned. Don't ask me how I have the, sometimes I have really good luck. I ended up getting tickets to the three nights that she was in town and only had to pay for one night. And the last night I was um, in California before flying back to Tampa, we had gone to one of her, her final conference or conference, her final concert performance in San Jose. We were um, a bunch of friends and I were sitting in this hotel lounge where I used to work. And it was about two blocks from the, the venue where she played. All of a sudden, we noticed all these people coming in. You could tell they were part of the tour crew. And one of my friends, who's very outspoken, she's actually a singer herself, she started just chatting with everybody. I'm a little bit more quiet and shy. I don't like to bother people. Well, we ended up making friends with everybody, and it turns out a lot of the people that were hanging out were part of the makeup crew. Now, not for Madonna, but for all of the tour dancers. I struck up a conversation with this one lady who was actually the head of the makeup department or whatever her title was. I said, you know what? I'm going to be in Chicago next month at the same time. You guys are there. You should call me. We'll hang out. I ended up meeting up with her in Chicago. And let's just say I went to see Madonna four times in Chicago for every night she was there. And I got to go backstage and be a part of the crew. One of the greatest experiences I've ever had in my life it was just to see someone that big behind the scenes. I got to see her doing her sound check, just see her up close and personal. It was definitely an experience I will never forget. Now, I was probably three feet from Madonna, and I just, I'll never forget, she kind of looked at me like she was probably wondering, like, who the hell is this person and what is she doing here? And when I made eye contact with her, 
I completely froze. It was weird. It was like, I felt like I couldn't speak. I couldn't even say hi to her. It was really funny. I know I wouldn't be like that today, but that was, um, it was definitely a very interesting thing. But I ended up, you know, staying in touch with a lot of people from that tour. I'm still friends with the lady that I met who was the makeup director. We're still connected on Facebook and we catch up every now and then. And after that, Chicago, I had the ple- like the pleasure of seeing her in Miami and Atlanta during that same tour. So I think it was like 12 times I saw her in like a three month period. It was kind of crazy. Um, the last time I saw her was 2006 down in Miami. I had just given birth to my son a few months prior and I bought the tickets before I was officially a mother. And you know, once you become a parent, spending outrageous money on a concert is just not feasible. And there have been times where she's been um, down in Miami and I've considered going, but after looking at the price of the tickets, I was like, that's not happening. So when I heard she was coming to Tampa, I'm not going to lie, I was very tempted, but I started looking at prices and I thought there, there's no way in hell I'm going to go to this concert. I mean, I cannot, there's, I can't afford it. Like, I hate to say it, but there's just, I can't do it. One of my really good friends who's been on my podcast several times, Mr. Ian Beckles, he just knows everybody. And I jokingly said to him one day, you think you can find me some Madonna tickets? And he kind of gave me that look. And I have to say he came through. He texted me about a week later and said, I got you two tickets for Madonna. Happy birthday. So I'm really in shock still. Um, I have to imagine they're going to be pretty good seats. I'm very excited. So I think it's just going to be interesting to see her on this tour and just kind of compare to like to the first time that I saw her when I was 12 years old. I know she's, I mean, she's 65, um, but she's still out there doing it. I've heard a lot of really positive feedback on her tour. And of course, you're always going to have those people who are a little critical of some of her behavior. Some things she does make me wonder, but that's who she is. She's Madonna. You can't expect anything less than shock from her. So can't wait to see that coming up in April. Now, just while we're still on the subject of celebrities, um, and I wish this was in, like, I had a format where you guys could call in and, and discuss this with me. But I was curious if anyone saw the Wendy Williams documentary. Now, I'm still, like, still thinking about it. I was never really a fan of Wendy Williams. I mean, nothing personal. I knew who she was. I would catch her if I was ever at the dentist or something on TV or if I happened to be home for whatever reason. But, you know, I just never really saw her show. And I started hearing all this stuff about her. And then I started seeing previews for this documentary. And I have to say, I was just really intrigued. I couldn't believe some of the stuff they were showing. So I just happened to be home this past Saturday when it came on Lifetime. And I thought, you know what? I don't do much these days, especially on a Saturday night, other than sit home with my dog. So I decided to watch it. And, you know, it was um, it was truly heartbreaking. And I won't get into all of it if you know, if you have interest, I highly recommend watching it. It's, um, it's, it's just sad. Some of the things that she's been going through and I'm still, I'm still shocked that they actually aired this documentary. I just, I don't know the stuff that she's been through, but I never really hop on X that much anymore. And I've kind of started doing that lately. So as I was watching it, I hopped on there. I used to do that with, you know, Twitter back in the day. And I just was really looking at everyone's, you know, thoughts and opinions on this show. And it's kind of becoming my new hobby now is if I'm watching something, go on X right away and start interacting with people. So definitely, definitely crazy. 
Speaking of X, I have been really messing around with threads lately on Instagram and I'm starting to kind of get into it. So if you're on threads, I would love to chat with you. I like it because you can have just more conversational topics with people and it's nice to, you know, comment on what people are talking about and talk about current affairs and events that are going on. And if you want to find me on threads, it's uh, Tracy Forks Around Town, same as my Instagram. All right. So I promised you guys that, you know, my last two episodes were kind of on the somber side and, you know, I had to just get it out. So I'm ready to move on. And before, you know, I do have some really fun stuff coming up. I know I keep saying that, but one of the things I want to share with you guys is that I'm a big believer in every single thing that happens to you. There's always a lesson or a growth or something. So that's kind of how I've been taking this whole cancer diagnosis. It's like, okay, at first, I'm going to sit back and say, why me? Why me? Well, why not me? I mean, this can happen to anybody. And I did not think two months ago that I would be dealing with this. You know, I had all these plans. I'm thinking it's March is coming up. It's my birthday. I'm going to be doing this, you know, spring break. My son's turning 18. I have all these things that I want to do, especially as I turn 49 and spend the last year of my 40s. I've had all kinds of plans. And then this came up. And, you know, of course, I go through this roller coaster of emotions. There's moments where I feel incredibly sad. There's moments where I'll just really be enjoying the moment. It's one of the things I'm really trying to get better at because I've always been the kind of a person I let worry consume me and I'll have a hard time being present. If I'm at like some fun event, I'll let my mind take over. And instead of enjoying where I'm at, I'm worrying about the future. And it's, it's hard for me and I'm really, really trying, but I'm, I'm getting through it. And I'm just starting to really look at things a little bit differently. And I have to say, this is the one good thing that's coming out of this. A lot of people that I've been talking to who have been down this road have really shared a lot of advice with me and they've told me, you're going to, you're going to really see who your friends are. And at first I thought, I know who my friends are. I mean, come on, people are probably going to be extra nice and supportive and reaching out. Well, it's, it's not always the case. Um, people that I would hope to hear from have just completely disappeared people that I don't even know that are complete strangers are doing the most incredible acts of kindness towards me. Um, it, it's just, it's crazy. You know, I have a really, a good acquaintance of mine. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. She has done more for me in the last week than some of my, you know, people who I thought were really close to me have done in, in 10 years. And I've learned so much during this process, but one of the biggest things I've learned, and I like to joke with people, you know, I'm always late. Um, I'm always like five or 10 minutes late to everything I do. I've been like that my entire life. It's just kind of a running joke with anyone that knows me. People always have to tell me if they want me here at 5.30, you better tell me um, five o'clock. And I do struggle and I'm working on it, I promise. I just, I have a lot going on. I try to do more than I should do in a small period of time. And that's why I always end up running a little bit late. But one of the things I've learned, and I have to say better late than never, is that sometimes in life, you just have to move on. And I've always been the kind of a person that's been afraid to sometimes, you know, make decisions. If I sense that something is a little bit off, 
I'll worry and worry and analyze it and think about it. Like if I have a situation with, let's say somebody in my life and something feels off, I always have to know like, why, what did I do? Is something going on? And just question everything and I obsess over it. And sometimes you just need to say, you know what? Nothing needs to be said. I just need to walk away. And that's one of the things I'm really learning as I'm kind of navigating through this journey. There's been a lot of people in my life over the last few years that just really never had my best interests in mind. They were seasonal people, you know, they were around during the good times or when they needed something from me. They needed someone to drive them around because they don't like to drive. You know, they needed someone to help them get connected or be, you know, invited to an event or they needed a favor. They needed to borrow money. They needed me to pay the tab. But those people were never my friends. And I never wanted to see the bad in anyone. I never could accept that someone would just be using me. I thought, no, 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 that's not how they are. And I would overcompensate by always trying to go above and beyond for the wrong people. And I've done that for way too long and now it stops. I'm really starting to look at these people that are in my life and I'm making some decisions. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but you have to sometimes just know when something has, has ran its course and walk away. And that's what I want to really leave you guys with today. If you feel that something is not right, don't beat yourself up over it. Just move on. It is the healthiest thing you can do for yourself. And it has really been helping me. Over the last week, I've been kind of doing that a little bit. And I'm starting to feel like it's easier to breathe. And I don't feel the pressure of thinking like I have to work at being friends with this person or, you know, really work at always being the one to reach out and communicate. No, I do not. You know, I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do. The people that are meant to be in your life are going to be in your life and you won't have to work hard at them. Friendships are, shouldn't be like that. They should be effortless. I mean, of course we all work at things, you know, you have to show up and do things for your friends, but it should come naturally and it shouldn't feel like a struggle. And I felt like a lot of things in my life were a struggle. And I've also really embraced the art of just saying no. I don't feel the pressure anymore to have to do everything. I was actually, this past weekend, and I do have to give a shout out to this event I was at in South Tampa. And I know if you guys are listening and don't live in Florida, but if you ever come to Tampa, there's a little area in South Tampa called the Marina West Shore District. And a lot of new development, um, great restaurants. I went to this really fun food and wine Italian festival. And I invited um, someone I recently met, really nice person, we've hit it off. And we had a great time. And I have to say, it was just, I was having so much fun that I stopped for, for once and I said, you know what? I'm not gonna worry about anything else I have to do today. I'm not gonna worry about rushing home to do all these chores or run to the gym or do this. I'm going to enjoy the moment. And it was one of the healthiest things I've done in a long time. I was actually supposed to go to another event after and I said, you know what? I don't feel like it, so I'm not going. And I used to push myself and I would do too much and then I would end up burnt out and tired and crabby and all those things. And Sunday was such a release for me. I, I slept in a little bit. I went to this event. I enjoyed the sunshine. I enjoyed conversation with people without having phones out. And it was something I did not know I needed so much. So just want to leave you guys with that today. 
You have to do what feels right for you and don't let anyone ever make you feel like you have to do something. Saying no can be a very beautiful thing. Well, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I can't wait to share some more updates with you next week. And as I did mention before, I've got some really wonderful speakers that I've lined up that are going to be joining me. I have um, another person who has gone on this sober journey and she's got an incredible story. She's now an author of several kids books and I can't wait to have her on and just a few other people that I've connected with that actually are um, in other parts of the country of someone from New York. I have someone from California, so I can't wait to share all of this fun stuff with you guys. So if you don't mind, please, 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 I would love for you to subscribe and rate to my podcast. And don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a great weekend.